0: This is Tort Talk with Terrence A. Gross, a board-certified personal injury lawyer. Welcome to another episode of Tort Talk. So glad you are joining us this week. Glad you join us every single week. If you've missed an episode, don't worry, you can go back and listen to old ones. There's a player right here on your screen right now. Just as long as you're on uh, the Gross & Schuster website, you might as well scroll down and listen to the older episodes. They'll give you a good idea of what this show is all about. Now, I am Paul Stadden, the person who owns the microphones in the studio, but the person I'm really glad to be talking to is Terrence Gross of the Gross & Schuster Law Firm. Welcome, Terrence. Thank you so much for joining me again. Glad to be here. Well, you know, we talk a lot of legal stuff and, uh, you know, you have, you and I have some history going back on the radio station that we work for, that I work for, <laughs> we work for, that I work for, um, you know, talking about kind of events and things that happen in the world that are maybe not just legal or law, maybe they have a, some bearing on the law, but. You know, one thing I know that you're really interested in, and you were really looking forward to talking to uh, more about, is maybe the political structure of the United States, it, it, politics in general. So, maybe we should just jump right into it. Um, what do you think of this two-party system that we have? We touched a little bit on this, I think, during the Roe v. Wade thing, but maybe we, you know, I'm interested in the kind of the political things that you have to say. So, this two-party system, you think it's working? Well, I guess it's working. The
1: question is really, do I like it? And I don't, Mm. uh, by the way, Mm. uh, in college, I was a political science major, so that's why I have my interest in politics. And I went to Washington university in St. Louis, Missouri, and you know, we had some hot debates, the Vietnam war was raging and all that. So I really have knowledge probably beyond the average listeners, uh, knowledge, but at the end of the day, um. Yes, the two-party system has worked. I don't like it mm. because it's either A or B. And, right. and so I was a Democrat, candidly, for over 40 years. And I finally just had an epiphany, and I couldn't take it any longer. Okay. Uh, they, they moved left, and I moved right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not a Republican. I don't identify mm. with everything the Republicans stand for or the platform. So it's hard to pigeonhole me. And I'm not a libertarian so i guess i'm an independent right and so every now and then there will be a third party candidate we remember uh ross perot yes nader ran many times i think jesse jackson tried it and and it's just a non-event i mean so so will we ever have a president of the united states of america that is not a member of either party the answer is no yeah, mm. uh, it's mm. just because the, the parties and now the money and the contributions and you always mm. hear about these things that there's there could be some type of a big election in Florida and you'll hear about the Democratic committee or the Republican committee pushing money from the United States over to this election because they want to flip the Senate or something. Right. So there, it's it's unwieldy, and, and it, unfortunately, it has become a money thing. So mm. there could be some great people, but if you don't know them, if they can't get the message out right. um, and, and so forth, um, and really, if you wanted to get into Donald Trump, he really wasn't a Republican. He, he, he went yeah. with them. He, he was a lifelong Democrat himself. He flopped to them because he, he wanted to get elected, but he's more of a populist, really, right. uh, than anything. But he, he, he used that vehicle and kind of in my opinion hijacked uh the republican party on the way Mm -hmm. over so at the end of the day uh it it
0: it, it's a workable system it's worked um i wish we could have more parties but we don't well why is it that we can kind of make this work on a local and even a regional level we've had senators uh and congressmen and congresswomen who have been from independent parties i think you know high profile examples like jesse ventura and uh, you mentioned um uh, Ralph Nader and you know, the Green Party, and you know, they had some success with you know, mayors, councilmen, and even up to senators, state senators, and these kinds of things. Why can't it? Why can't the third parties seem to break through into the presidency? I think the only one I can think of in recent memory would be 1992's Ross Perot, but he, I think, got where he was because he was a billionaire and could spend the money on the advertisements.
1: That that's a lot of it, and uh, and and there is some attraction, but uh, it, it does get to. M- back to money and it comes ah. back to the money they bring in the clout and some people you know they're just registered republicans and right. they're going to vote most of the time that way and and the same thing about registered democrats so some people just vote the party line and I, I will tell you a lot of times you go to the the booth and and you really can't wait to vote for the governor and you can't wait to vote for president and all of a sudden there's these other people and you're going, who are they and <laughs> and you haven't really read up or study them and, well,
0: I'll go with the Democrat, I'll go with the Republican, and you don't right. know anything about these people. Well, it makes me wonder then how we kind of got to this two-party system, because it's not like the Democrats and the Republicans are the only party we've ever had. Uh, I mean, you go back to the forming of the country, and we didn't have a Republican president until Abraham Lincoln. And then you had a Democrat with Andrew Jackson, the first Democrat president. And before that, you had Whigs and other kinds of parties. And why is it that we we're able to see kind of the rise of new parties at one point in the history of the United States, but not now. Like, why does it, why did it work then? And why doesn't it work now? Can't really tell you, but again,
1: you know, we came from England, so we adopted our system. So it wasn't like just overnight. So he put a light switch right, on in right. And, and the Whigs and the Tories and, and all that kind of stuff. So probably out of that, but even if you go back to if Lincoln was the first Republican president, which would have been uh Elected in 1860 or 61. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, that's still a long time ago. But again, uh, you know, our our country had its genesis, you know, with George Washington, you know, uh, 1790, wherever the exact year was. But um, so I, I don't know. But it, it is today. So all I know is what we have today. Right. And, and, and it would be totally impossible. I think in this last election. We had the ex-governor of, what, Colorado, who, I forget his name, maybe Johnson possibly was his last name, and he was kind of a legal marijuana kind of guy, right? and and he got a little bit of stuff, but then everybody forgot. Again, I can't remember his name, so it it just, it is what it is, and then if you remember when Trump first started on that first Republican uh, endeavor- there were sixteen candidates, just the Republican Party. At the first debates, yeah. there were sixteen on the stage, which is just
0: crazy. It feels almost like if you even slightly skew towards one of the two parties, um, regardless of whether you are an independent, whether you're a socialist, whether you're a libertarian, whether you are whatever you want term you want to use, you if you want any kind of success, you have to start to pigeonhole yourself into one of these directions. And of necessity, you're going to be compromising some, maybe some pretty serious values. Could be, um, you know,
1: uh, there are certain uh, candidates out there that probably don't feel that they really, they have to pick a party, like even Mm -hmm. Trump. So uh, he knew he wasn't a a, a Republican (laughs) uh, through and through and on everything. And and I'll think of some other candidates in, in, in in a little bit, but there are people out there that you have to go one or the other. So you pick up whatever label. And and it seems to be, if you think more conservatively, you are probably going to side with the Republicans. And if you think more liberally, probably with the Democrats. Right. Um, So that's where we are. And, you know, we'll start to look at at our next podcast about trying to compare with, with stuff in the, in, in, out in the world. So we got plenty of time right here, but, uh, Yeah, because there are examples. I know that if you, because I've been studying a little bit on Israel, what's going on, because that's been crazy, election Mm. after election, and and you really get to understand what they call a coalition government. And now Netanyahu has found success, but he had to sell his soul to the devil by going with the extreme right, which I don't think he's extreme right. I think he's right politically, but not right religiously. but that was the coalition need to put them over the top to finalize the election. But I think they have at least 16 parties. Oh, my gosh. And it's just, I mean, imagine how confusing that
0: would be. Yeah, but I guess you would get representation, no matter what your views are. I mean, I imagine that it might be difficult on the back end when you have this winner of this election that only 30% of the people really liked or wanted. You know, I mean, maybe that's how we kind of got to this two-party system where you do then get somebody who's at least palatable to 60% of the people or 55% of the people, which, you know, now, I mean, 55% is a landslide if you win 55% of the vote. Nowadays, yes. Nowadays, yeah, yes. yeah. Um, you know, I think about uh, Ronald Reagan in 84 winning against Walter Mondale, and, you know, he had a landslide of, was 56% of the vote or something like that. Um, so, you you have this kind of... Uh Winnowing down at least in this country, so it makes me wonder then, Terrence maybe where you think we could be going in terms of trying to solve this issue if, if this is an issue that even is solvable or worth solving
1: no it, it, it's it's probably not solvable and yeah. and the name of it, I, that would escape me, I just remember is Ram Paul, so Ram oh, Paul yeah, yeah. is a great example. He's a libertarian, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not going to run as a libertarian because he'd never get elected. So he runs as a Republican. But both he and his father were free thinkers. And when you hear them speak, they don't just march and step with everything the Republicans say. So you can't say, "Oh, Rand Paul, he's just like Ted Cruz or something like that." He's not. Uh, but you just have yeah. So one size shoe does not fit all. But at the end of the day.
0: Those are the decisions that that you have to to make. Well, it makes me wonder what size shoe you would like to wear. Um, Yeah, I personally think I would like to pick and choose if I could. Like, make it a buffet of ideology. From this, I like this. From this, uh, I like this. From this one, can we all kind of have? Can we vote on the ideas more than the individual? Uh, I don't know. If I had a solution, I would be making a, a you know a lot more change in the world than I am right now. So, but we are running out of time for today's episode. I do want to talk to you more about uh, more about politics in the next episode. In fact, let's give people a tease about what we're going to talk about next time. Could a third party candidate succeed in a presidential election? What would it take for them to succeed in a in a presidential election? I'm kind of interested in getting the answer, but don't give it just yet. In fact, the answer I'm looking for right now, though, is how can people get a hold of you? Well, as a personal engine lawyer at our
1: office, 850-434-3333, or visit us on
0: the web at GrossandSchuster.com. Thanks so much, Terrence. Catch you next time.